Hey everyone, welcome to the Clean House Project. It's Steph. And surprise! I'm here by myself. I'm doing a solo episode today. And the reason why I'm doing this is because I realize a lot of you know me as the co founder of Power Wolf, or maybe you knew me before Power Wolf existed and you're wondering what I'm doing in Power Wolf. And so I figured this is probably a good time for me to just give you guys the backstory on how. I went from my, you know, pre-med career into、um, this entrepreneurial venture. So everything started when I was a student at UCI. So when I was at UCI, I was studying biological sciences and I was your typical pre-med. And I was deep in the trenches of being pre-med. And what I mean by that is I was, you know, doing three years of Research, I got published, I did three years of a pre health honor society, I was volunteering、um, in the emergency department, and what else did I do? Oh, I was a director of like this camp that we were helping students who are interested in、um, pre health uh, uh, health careers. And, and halfway through my fourth year is when、uh, after I took my MCAT and I was You know, ready to take it again.、Um, that was when I decided that this career path wasn't for me. And how I decided that was, I think, a mixture of different factors. And the reason why I'm addressing this is because、um, everyone typically asks me, like, how did you know it wasn't right for you? And how I knew was that. Honestly, I, I'm just not a patient person.、Uh, the, the, the idea, at least at the time, the idea of committing you know, eight to ten years of my life to something just was too, actually, really too scary and terrifying for me to accept. And not only that, but I don't think that I did very well、um, in school, like contrary to popular belief.、Um, I thought I did okay.、Um, and something told me that you know, I, I wanted. A career where there was more of a promise of like longer term relationships than what I was hearing from most of the physicians that I was shadowing. So at that point, halfway through my fourth year, which is probably the worst time or most, most horrific time as a college student、uh, to, to pivot careers, was when、um, I ended up transitioning into educational consulting. So my first job right after college,、um, I I'm from SoCal, so right after I got the job offer, I actually packed my bags and like 10 days later, I was up in NorCal.、Um, and it was probably the most abrupt、um, transition. And at the time, I thought it was like the, the best idea ever because, you know, new, new job, cool gig, like, you know, new place, you know, start fresh.、Um, and And it was actually a really cool gig. I, I was a consultant、uh, for an education like, firm. And so I was actually working with pretty high profile clients in Silicon Valley. And my job was to coach their kids in ISEE and SSAT test prep. So, for those of you who aren't familiar,、um, those are test、uh, standardized exams to actually get into private, mis- mi- private middle schools and private high schools. So, I was exposed to a lot of different,、um, just a different way of life. It was really cool because I got to interact with these kids like at their actual houses.、Um, and that was half of my job. And then the other half was you know, curriculum development,、um, working within the office.、Um, but unfortunately, the reality was for me, and you know, looking back, it's, 
like, I still have a hard time um, telling this because I think because of the stigma around, you know, mental health, but um, I actually quit my job because I just saw my mental health deteriorating. And what I mean by that is, um, you know, I was working 60 to 70 hours a week, six days a week. I was commuting an hour and 30 minutes one way. And so oftentimes I'd be in the car for three hours a day. And, um, you know, I gained a lot of weight just from eating really, really poorly and like not exercising at all. Um, and so eventually I found myself, um, crying most nights, uh, just because like the transition from school to a full-time job was just really, really abrupt. Um, and I think personally, I just wasn't prepared to, um, make this transition. And I think the reality is, you know, I, I take full ownership of the fact that, you know, I had never worked before in my life until that first job. And so that was a shock to me, um, you know, commuting this long and doing all that. And I, at the time I didn't really understand, uh, that, you know, there are ways to kind of maneuver the situation. Obviously I could have moved. Um, obviously I could have asked for help, but that's just something that I hadn't learned as a skill yet. So I ended up leaving after five months of my first full-time job. And to this day, it is probably one of the most like embarrassing, I think things at the time, like at that I felt I ever did because not only did I have to express to my parents, to my friends and family that I had quit my whole pre-med career path or, you know, whatever you want to call it. And, and then I proceed to tell everyone that I quit my first full-time job too. And so I think at that time I had so much, I had felt so much shame and so much guilt, um, because I was identifying myself as somebody who was a quitter and I questioned a lot of my own personal philosophies um, just because around me, uh, I was surrounded by a lot of pre-health students, so everyone was kind of getting into school, and I felt really, really isolated at the time. Um, and if I were to go back and, and you know, if, if any of you, you know, listeners are kind of in this place where you're transitioning between careers or, like, maybe you, something didn't go the way that you want... Um, just know that's gonna be okay. <laughs> uh, and and I say this because I wish somebody had told me that it was okay, and and to not, f- you know, to not feel so, not be so hard on myself for that experience, because you know that is kind of real life. Um, things happen, and things don't go the way way that you want, and um, that is the reality. And I think everyone dreams of going to the first job, staying for a long time. Um, but that doesn't happen, you know, unfortunately for everyone. So, you know, sorry, I went off on a tangent there, but fast forward and, you know, I, so yeah, fast forward, I quit my job. Um, and that actually transitioned into a year of unemployment. Um, and at the time I didn't know that it was going to be a year. Um, you know, I was anticipating, you know, maybe a couple months, like nothing too, nothing too long. Um, but of course, like things never go the way that we intend them to. So, um, during that year in 2016, um, I think it, I think it turned out really to be a blessing in disguise because what ended up happening was it was the first time that I actually allowed myself to explore so many different things. Like I 
was taking classes for the sake of taking classes just because I was interested. So I took like a business class. I took like an Asian American studies class. Um, I also joined like Toastmasters. I was um, I was traveling a little bit because I'd saved some money um, from my job. And then uh, I was doing a lot of informational interviews. At the same time, I was applying for jobs. Um, and so to kind of keep on the topic of like this career and how I kind of um, transition between these moments um, during this year of unemployment when I was applying for jobs like I just want to be real with you guys like during that year I got rejected from multiple jobs simply because of my major um, I graduated with a bioscience degree but my interest was in more in the realm of you know program coordinating um, project management um, and more like therapy counseling sort of um, sort of realm and so none of my background like really made sense for that which was a really tough pill to swallow um because you know you spend several years and a lot of money putting into your education and then to be told like oh sorry like you can't even I don't even have a chance at an interview because of my major I think was a second like big shock to me um and it was also really it really hit my level, I think, of self-esteem and level of confidence because I was just like, what the hell? Like, then what happens to people who, you know, who who pivot careers, who aren't able to? Because I wasn't hearing about that. Like, I was in whatever bubble I was in and, like, nobody around me was switching careers, like, the way that I was. Um, and so I felt really, again, really alone in that process, which is kind of why I'm sharing this with all of you is because... I know that more people experience this than than don't, but I think it's just something that we don't talk about often enough, which is why I um, wanted to share this with you guys. So at a certain point, I actually had to pick up three, I picked up three part-time jobs just to like get by because, you know, your girl got to make money to survive. So uh, I, I ended up being like a part-time tutor and I tutored for math, like ironically, um, because I wasn't good at the science subjects, uh, and then I also was a project or co program coordinator for like an after school pro uh, after school STEAM program, and then after that, I also picked up a essentially like a part time position at Princeton Review, which transitioned into full time. So. Um, that ended my year of unemployment, but I can't tell you guys like how scary um and how difficult it actually was to like maneuver that um and so for those of you who are in that like job search phase you're trying to figure out what's next um there's gonna be times when you do everything that you can like I was applying to jobs I was networking I was going out to events I was just trying to meet people and I think there's a certain point where like people feel really defeated um in this purpose in this like journey and I think it's just important to remember that you know your your job or like that that job is not a reflection necessarily of like your efforts and I think it's important to remember in these moments when you're going through this and you know you're not getting much responses or things like that to recognize that there's other there's a lot of other factors that go that come into play when people are considering you for a job it could be that they're filling it in um, from somebody that's inside their company already. Um, it could be that 
the resume isn't even getting on their desk for whatever reason and so you know when you if you're going through this process like just be kind to yourself um you know like what you can control you can't control the response or what they do or what they say but you can control your your efforts your time what you do and so focus on that and and just keep that in mind as you're going through this process anyway back to um back to like this job so now now i transition into a full-time job with the princeton review and i i became a business development manager um for graduate programs so think I know a lot of you guys are probably familiar with the Princeton Review for SAT um, prep classes, but we also do it for graduate programs. So like GRE, LSAT, MCAT, that was my thing. And so I oversaw marketing and sales for the um, Orange County and the Riverside County areas. And not only that, but I was also a manager of a um, team of like five part-timers. So what's really cool about that experience is that I did... Um, have an opportunity to work from home. I kind of managed my own, managed like the whole process of my own territory. So I think that's what gave me the skills to be efficient when I was work, uh, efficient in working from home. Um, it really challenged me to connect and to develop relationships with people who were, um, you know, professors, um, staff at the universities, as well as students. And so it's very relationship um, heavy this this job which was really cool because um uh it allowed me to like grow a lot of these soft skills um but i think with the princeton review there was a point where i felt like i wasn't growing anymore and i think this is this is the time when i realized that i was growing at a different pace i think um i and I felt that this company, you know, it was a good company to work for. I think, um, you know, there are really great work perks, you know, being able to work from home. But there was a point where I felt like I wasn't being challenged anymore. I felt like this wasn't the best fit for me, like the best environment. Because um, after a year, um, you know, I've, I, uh, I just felt very restless. And I think that's when I started debating, like, you know, is this still right um, I'm not really sure. This is my second full-time job. Like, I feel kind of bad thinking that because I don't have what I what I felt like was enough experience to, like, actually say that. Like, who am I to say that this wasn't the right place for me? Like, I, th- there was no sense of, like, measurement for that. Um, and again, it was it was a very confusing time, but very confusing in a different way from, from my first job. Because I think my first job was really fearing this... Um, this like transition from like you know the postgrad life but then this job made me question like am i going to be doing this for the rest of my life like where do i see my career going um you know i started asking about you know what kind of values do i have and like does this job allow me to live out i think my fullest potential um and i know i'm capable of a lot and so what ended up happening was when I was there, I actually started studying to get my real estate license. I was doing a bunch of stuff. I was still doing a bunch of like random side projects. So I was trying to like open up a food truck and like you can tell my mind is I, I definitely have a monkey mind. Like I'll go from like thing to thing. I have like shiny object syndrome. Uh, so I was trying a lot of things. And then that's actually the second year in Princeton Reviews when I actually came across Lauren's um, request for a virtual assistant. And at the time, I was just like, you know what, like, what is there to lose? Like, 
I really love her energy. I love, um, you know, her content, what she stands for. So I decided to apply. And lo and behold, I become her virtual assistant. And then I um, ended up um, becoming her client as well, because I just felt like as an assistant, like, how can I best help serve like this person? Um, and I figured like, oh, why not become a client so I can better understand like the industry that she's in and how I can like, you know, potentially help even more. And so what's really funny is that that's kind of like how it turned into like a full on, um, business partnership. Cause after I finished coaching with her, um, we talked and we're just like, you know, we both agreed that working together, we felt like we could as a team really bring, um, this, health like coaching to next level and so that's what ended up happening I ended up um you know starting to work with her and then I actually decided to quit my full-time job to um pursue this um 100% um so that's kind of the backstory on um how you know how I transitioned from like my my nine-to-five career like into like what I'm doing right now with with Powerwolf and I guess to kind of sum it all up and to, um, I guess to sum it all up, like why I decided to make that jump, um, which is a very common question that I get, um, from you guys is I think that I choose, I choose what I do based on certain like life philosophies that I have. And so when I think about like when I, you know, cause I think you, you will always have different choices in your life. Um, and I think I had a choice to continue going full-time with, with this job and do this part-time. Um, but for me, I'm, I'm really like, when I'm in, I'm in, when I'm out, I'm out. Like, it's kind of like a one, um, it's kind of like a, uh, it, it's like a mentality sort of thing. And I feel like I want to be able to give something 100%. And so I felt like at that point, uh, I felt like I would always be pulled different ways if I was trying to do, excuse me, multiple things at once. So at that point, I actually decided to um, completely go full time with Power Wolf, which is a decision that I am 100% behind. I have not regretted and it's been really, really fun. And and I'm really excited because, you know, really going to Power Wolf, you know, what we do here is obviously work on your health um, but also we're a health and fit, uh, health and uh, lifestyle company. So it's the reason why I'm so passionate about Power Wolf is because, um, you know, it's not just about health. Like health is your foundation, but it really is, it really helps you become more confident. And like all this really stemmed from the fact that I coach, like I hired Lauren as my coach, and through working on my health, I realized like holy crap, like there's so many things you can learn. Um, and so many life skills, like literally all at the gym. And so when we built out Power Wolf and our Back to Basics program and our One Year Legion program, um, you know, what we really focus on is for you to become more confident in yourself and really to own your story and really to overcome um, struggles and challenges along the way. And that's pretty much why I, um, that's pretty much why. I'm so passionate about this and, and why I continue to do this is I really want people to, you know, cause I imagine that a lot of you, um, especially those of you who are, 
um, who typically DM me really ask me about like the transition and like why I choose the things that I do and like like how did I know um, and I think it really comes down to these like core values that you have which is something that we talk about a lot um, when we um, help you through um, Powerwolf um, but yeah that's essentially how I uh, how I transitioned from my corporate job into Powerwolf so I hope you guys enjoyed that and and for any of you who are um, in this process or um, transitioning between things um, if I were to give you like one piece of advice it's just to focus on what's happening next don't focus on the end goal um, you know that like that will always be there it's kind of like when you go into an interview and typically you know after you leave your interview you're just like oh shit like did I make it did I not make it when in reality like the next thing that you should really be focused on is just you know reflecting on how you can be better at interviewing and also you know sending that interviewer a, a thank you note for that interview so um again that that piece of advice I have for you guys is really focus on what's happening next um you know give yourself grace and um be kind to yourself as you're going through this process and I promise you that everything comes together like everything that you know all the challenges that you have in your life like my old CEO used to say like you earn the challenges you have in your life um and I think what he means by this is like you have them because you are built to overcome them so wherever you're at and in, in the place that you are like in your career or if you're switching um just know that you're right where you're supposed to be um but don't give up and keep going so thank you everyone for listening I hope that gave you guys some insight into um how I came here and if you guys have any questions um you know about any of this like feel free to dm me if you guys enjoyed this like definitely share it thanks everyone I'll see you guys next time